Hello everyone, welcome to Project Multiverse. My name is Priyam and this is going to be a review of Spider-Man No Way Home. And oh my god, I can talk about so many things like the entire journey since Far From Home leading up to this movie. It's so many announcements like Alfred Molina returning as Doc Ock or Jamie Foxx returning as Electro and posting that picture on his Instagram. It was all super exciting and once again I can talk about that in the for the whole day but I want to just give you my review on this movie and i saw this first day first show obviously and uh, if you once again if you have not seen this uh, if you have not seen this movie go watch it right now although i could totally understand if all of the tickets are getting sold immediately because uh, in my city there uh, the theaters are closed so i had to like travel like 300 kilometers with my with my friend just to be able to see this movie and i would say it was absolutely worth it and there you go there you have my in, uh, initial impression on the movie but anyway let's talk about the pacing of the movie first i think it was pretty well handled especially because there were so many characters in the movie and uh, the reason why people hated spider-man 3 back in the day uh, or amazing spider-man 2 is because uh, they tried to show too much in a single movie and I could totally understand why people did like did not like that and uh, uh, like I was assuming same would happen in this movie but it did not really there were so many characters in one single movie and it would never feel like oh my god this is too much this is I mean yes it would feel like this is too awesome but you won't ever feel like this is too much uh, too much to process or too much to worry about uh, like back in Spider-Man 3 it this was not the case you had an entire different uh, storyline with Venom or or I can say the same about Amazing Spider-Man 2 but then again I did not ha personally hate those movies I loved them but this is just next level stuff okay moving on Sinister 6 I guess the reason why they did not choose to do Sinister 6 and instead just proceeded with five villains is because they want they still want to do a Sinister 6 and if they proceeded with the idea of doing a multiversal Sinister 6 uh, fans would not be excited for a normal Sinister 6 then maybe it's just my assumption uh, it would not sound as exciting as uh, multiversal Sinister Six but they could have easily done it like they could have included Venom here or maybe two Green Goblins like they could have uh, included um, what was his name uh, Dane Dehan I, I don't really remember the actor's name uh, but the other Goblin from the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy or Eddie Brock the Sonyverse Eddie Brock or the uh, one from Spider-Man 3 they could have uh, included them and call it Sinister Six but they did not and I could totally understand that okay so Toby and Andrew. Toby and Andrew. Oh my god, this is so insane because um, I still, I'm a huge fan of both Toby McGowan and, and Andrew Garfield and I, I love Tom, Tom Holland too because the way I see it is uh, all three of them play different versions of Spider-Man. It's not like they are playing the same character and we're supposed to compare them like this is better, this is better. All of them are different. Amazing Spider-Man is amazing toby spider-man is the classic one mcu spider-man is the most comic accurate you can say uh spider-man and so seeing all of them in a single movie was just super insane i'm like super uh i'm, I'm still processing all that stuff like it, it was so exciting uh when that portal opened and uh, Andrew came in. I avoided all the spoilers, by the way. So uh, the the time when I saw that scene in the theater, <laughs> the 
the guy uh, so the guy right in front of me because i was sitting in the most back seat uh, the guy in front of me literally threw his popcorn so you can see how excited people were to see toby mcgord and andrew godfield return and so once again uh, toby's uh, Toby when Toby showed up I wasn't really expecting expecting Toby to show up that quick uh, although when Andrew Garfield uh, showed up in that scene I was pretty sure that Toby is definitely in this movie cuz why not if Andrew is here why not Toby as well so when um Toby sorry Andrew showed up I did not expect Toby to come in that quick but he did and I personally screamed uh so loud Uh, I don't think you guys should ever scream in a theater that much but I just couldn't help myself I, it was super nostalgic to see that speaking of nostalgia by the way this I also love how they treat uh, um, all of the previous franchises in this movie like uh, I wasn't really expecting so many callbacks for example the iconic uh, scientist meme from uh, Willem Dafoe and uh, the power of the sun in the palm of my hands by Doc Ock hearing that along with the theme of his character was super insane like oh my god i i just cannot comprehend what, how it felt like uh, it wasn't really shown in the trailer uh, it almost felt like what is this is this they try to confuse people actually they didn't really uh, in the trailer when doc ock showed up he called peter hello peter and we all were thinking how does he even know peter in the scene so they try to confuse us but in the movie everything was so well shown like uh, doctor strange did not do that spell uh, that easily like the way they uh, portrayed in the trailer so all of that was pretty i i would say much better in the movie and so moving on uh, there were a few missed opportunities i'd say cuz once again everything has a flaw and one of them would be the court scene with daredevil and how can i not how can i not mention charlie cox yet so charlie cox when he showed up once again theater everyone was screaming uh, it was really nice to see him return and uh, Once again seeing all these characters return uh, what excites me more is what Marvel Studios could do in the future because if you could do something like this you could literally do anything like bring Sherlock in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness they can do literally anything so once again seeing Daredevil in that scene i was super happy cuz i guess i would say the Daredevil show is one of the best Marvel content out there uh, so Yep, uh there's nothing much to talk about his character since he was literally shown for 16 or maybe 18 seconds and in those seconds he just rocked it. It, it was insane. So, uh I was talking about some missed opportunities and one of them would be a courtroom scene uh like in that uh, a courtroom scene where Matt Murdock is talking uh, is representing Peter Parker and fighting the law doing all that cool stuff. It would have looked pretty great but then again i totally understand why they would have cut it from the movie although i i can't say i do understand maybe they just did not film it i'm just assuming cuz it's not something you would try to miss when you show mad murdock maybe they removed it because they did not want to make it so much about other characters maybe this is my assumption but then again i would have loved to see it now some other things like this is the multiverse we're talking about my friends and i do uh i i would say yes it was pro- portrayed in a really good way like yes you bring all these characters 
uh, Willem Dafoe also mentions, like, uh, when he hears MJ, he says, Mary Jean. Like, yes, there are so many talks about the multiverse. Everyone is confused and stuff. But uh, I would want, uh, like, I was expecting Toby to talk more about those characters. Like, he, since he was the oldest Spider-Man right there, he... he I expected him to get surprised to see this version of Dr. Connors or uh, I, I wanted him to like talk about some other characters like, hey, if you guys see this, watch out. Yeah, I, I was expecting something like that and it did not happen. Although once again, I totally understand. Uh, he still did shine in the movie like uh, that organic web shooter scene. I loved it. I loved that they reference it. I also love how he called uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man amazing because he, he literally is amazing. He's the only amazing Spider-Man in the MCU. In the MCU. In the Marvel world. Wow. Okay, forget about it. Marvel multiverse, I can say. So, yes, I, I loved how Tobey Maguire... Um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man had some good scenes. But then again, uh, they could have shown more. Although I'm not complaining. Is, is, is this sounding like a complaint? No, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying... Uh, no, nothing is perfect and so these are some flaws in my perspective. I'm sure you might have some things to say about this as well, so feel free to. Uh, now, also, also, one more thing that uh, they did not ask Tom Spider-Man was where is his Uncle Ben? Like, I was expecting, at least I was expecting Tom to say something like where is Uncle Ben? Or maybe there's something we don't know, maybe Uncle Ben uh, is just roaming around New York, they, they don't really know each other that well, Tom, I mean Tom Spider-Man, Tom's Peter Parker should I say, and his Uncle Ben, but then again, I, I really was expecting the other Spider-Man to talk about Uncle Ben of this universe, or maybe even meet him if possible, uh, it's fine though. Soundtrack implementation is also really good, uh, I loved how uh, they implemented Danny Elfman's theme as well as the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man theme from TASM1. And I was expecting to hear the TSM2 theme. Uh, but then again, the TSM1 theme is also nice. And I guess it's from some uh, an artist who passed away. So uh, it makes sense to... It, it, it does make sense for them to show this theme instead. Uh, moving on. We did not have any no, like heroic entrances like... Uh, when Black Panther showed up in Endgame, it was pretty a, a really strong moment because uh, everyone like Captain needs help and uh, someone has to show up. And there was no moment like that in this movie. And uh, I, I kind of once again, I was saying it before. I did not expect Tobey Maguire Spider-Man to show up that quick. I was expecting a heroic moment like portal open. Uh, all these two Spider-Man are in trouble, and he's like, he he comes right in, <laughs> something like that. But um, there are no scenes like that, and I think it kind of makes sense because uh, then it would be like someone came in to save the day, and. Uh, it would not do justice to Tom's Spider-Man movie. So maybe that's why they did not do it and instead uh, try to make it low-key. Uh, I would have preferred to... I pr would have preferred that, but then again, I, I can say I totally understand uh, why they would do something like this. Uh, but then again, I loved Andrew Spider-Man. I think he... He stole the movie. He literally stole the movie, just like how Johnny Bernthal stole Daredevil season two. I think Andrew Spider-Man does deserve some some 
recognition here. I'm sure he's getting recognized because people are literally uh, doing this hashtag make TSM3. And I, I am, I'm not one of those people on Twitter because I'm not using Twitter lately, but I really want to see TSM3. And uh, even better, I want to see Andrew Garfield be the default Spider-Man for Sony's universe and let Tom Holland be the Spider-Man of MCU. It could work in my opinion. It could definitely work. It has worked with Batman, although I don't think they were running side by side. But there, is, there are so many Bruce Wayne's like there's this, this one in uh, this show called Titans. There's other Bruce Wayne in Gotham, Nolan Trilogy, Justice League. The Batman. So, so many Bruce Wayne's. We could have so many, like at least two Peter Parkers. And I would love to see um, a Logan-like movie with Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. I've read so many comments about this one and I could totally see that. So, make a movie, like do something, Sony, come on. Give us a TSM3 as well as Logan-like Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire. If Sam Raimi direct, directs it. Uh, okay, so moving on. What else do we have? I, I have this bullet list of the things I want to talk about because I'm not really much familiar with podcasts. I'm trying to do this. Uh, now, Willem Dafoe was insane in the film. I think he was my favorite villain in this movie uh, because he was so spookier than he was in Spider-Man 1. Uh, especially that scene where Tom Holland Spider-Man is punching him and he's literally just smi- not just smiling. He, he He's... Uh, forcing himself to face him and then shows him his smile like I could totally see him being the Joker of the new Batman franchise the Batman franchise should I say so that was a joke and moment right here and I absolutely loved it I absolutely loved how he's so evil and unpredictable in, in this movie I did not really expect Aunt May to die uh, like that once again I uh, it has it had to be in the battleground or something but then again I think it made sense for her to die because now we have uh, a whole new Spider-Man, uh, whole, not whole new Spider-Man, we can say a whole new perspective on this Spider-Man because now he does not have any ta- Stark technology, he does not have any rich friends, although he did not have rich friends either, before either, he had happy though, so he does not have any Stark tech, he does not have uh, any of that stuff, although I'm kind of confused about some things, like uh, we'll, get, uh, about, we'll get on that later, but the ending. The ending is pretty sad, I would say. It was pretty emotional to see uh, no one recognizing Peter. It's it's so depressing to think about, like, put yourself in that perspective. Nobody's recognizing you in, in the entire world. That sounds like the most depressing thing ever. But uh, there are some advantages to this Peter Parker. Like, he knows who's gonna be Doc Ock. He knows Norman Osborn is going to, ba- is going to be bad. So it would be pretty interesting for him. Uh, for him to be able to interact with these characters somewhere in the upcoming, I guess it's going to be a college trilogy of this Peter Parker. So once again, so many interesting stuff uh, to explore with this Peter Parker. And I would say this movie was just amazing. Okay, so I was talking about the things I'm confused about. First things first, when Doctor Strange did that identity eraser spell, is he erased from all the legal documents as well? Like what about his passport? If he is erased from everywhere, how is that going to work? How is he going to get admitted to MIT or something? Uh, So I think it's not what happened really. He just made everyone forget who Peter Parker is and he does still exist. 
in legal documents maybe or maybe i'm thinking too much about this uh the other thing is uh will we see andrew garfield and toby mcguire return again in the mcu and uh I guess there was this guy who who's pretty well known for his leaks and stuff. He did say yes. So if he does, if I mean if they do return, I would love it. I would love to see it. Now one more thing here: uh, Tom Hardy's Venom did show up in the first post credit. The second one was uh, a trailer for Multiverse of Madness. So what what the hell was that? So if you have not seen uh, Let There Be Carnage in the uh, post credit of that movie, he travels to this universe. and in this uh, movie he travels back to his universe confirming that he is not in the mcu so if he is not in the mcu think about it which universe is he in um toby's uh, toby's venom is already dead tom still does not have any adi brock and so this adi brock in my opinion probably belongs to andrew garfield's universe because if you think about it they have similar age like that peter parker that adi brock and it would make sense for them to face off each other not tom holland spiderman he's pretty young to face that sort of venom so it, it was pretty interesting to see that uh that adi brock came to this universe he left a bit of symbiote uh, although what i'm confused about is how are they going to make it work like is it going to be what the next spiderman movie is going to be about like that symbiote will just uh grab Eddie Brock or something or Eddie Brock of this universe or something so many questions and that's why we have so much to talk about in the future so stay tuned that's all i wanted to talk about and yep that's pretty much it if if i had to give a score to this movie it would be 10 out of 10 yes no exceptions 10 out of 10 and i i would say this is my favorite superhero movie of all time uh maybe some factors do include nostalgia i'm pretty nostalgic about certain things uh spider-man i always loved spider-man uh but yes it's just a personal opinion let me know your thoughts thanks for listening should i say and uh, stay tuned i'll see you guys in the next one bye